Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Jonathan here with the Score North download. Do your holiday shopping online and save up to 70% with the Score North holiday online auction. Golf packages, electric bikes, countertops, sea life passes, and more to view and bid on items. Visit scorenorth.com and enter keyword auction. Boys, happy anniversary. Did you uh, do you know what the anniversary is? Hmm. Nine years to the day. Nine years to the day. So 2010. Yep. Uh, well, hold on. 2010. Actually, is it 2010 Vikings related? Is nope. this Brad Childress? Okay. No, not Vikings related. Because Judd Pelissero and I are going to do a rewind episode tonight on the 2010 Vikings. Nine years. This is Twins related. It's my last hint. Mauer no contract? Idea. No, that's a contract. Not one that March. the twins are proud of. Oh my of. god, Tsuyoshi Nishioka. Tsuyoshi yes. Nishioka. Oh. Nine years to the day. Oh, wow. Nishioka. Okay, I said wow. Tomi. Tsuyoshi Nishioka. And that's Good been memories. your score download. That's been my... <laughs> yeah, where'd it go, Jonathan? <laughs> Happy memories. <laughs> Amazing. Mackie and Judd with Rami, Score North, 1500, scorenorth.com, Score North mobile app. I said before the break, and we'll get the scoop from Doogie, that's that voice you just heard a second ago in just one sec, but developments when it comes to Madison Bumgarner and the contract that he got from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Reckless speculation. Both of these coming courtesy of Bob Nightingale. He first relieved that the Bumgarner deal with the D-backs is valued at $81.8 million. Not the 85 we originally thought. The breakdown is $6 million in 2020, $19 million in 2021 with $5 million deferred, $23 million in 2022 with $5 million deferred, $23 million in 2023 with $5 million deferred, $14 million in the final year of the deal. He does get four spring training, regular season, and postseason tickets as part of his deal as well. So I saw that, and I thought even cheaper than what we originally thought. The first number we saw was five years, $85 million, but Nightingale followed that up with another tweet where he says, rival teams say they were told that Bumgarner had several offers of at least five years and $100 million, wow. but he winds up with 85 over five years from the D-backs and only five teams he can re- reject trades to. But did anyone kick in the extra two spring training tickets? I don't know. I don't, that don't, that <laughs> might have been the sticking point. That could have been the sticking point. So, Doogie, what can you tell us about the Twins' pursuit of Madison Bumgarner? Because you've been reporting all along. They they were in on Zach Wheeler at, what, five years, $100 million. Um, What were or weren't they willing to do on Madison Bumgarner? They were not willing to offer him five years. 
They have a good relationship with Bumgarner's agent. They got a deal done last year with that agent. He represents Jonathan Scope. So they had a number of back and forth. There were some parameters of some deals discussed, but not once were the Twins willing to go to five years. Because the relationship is rock solid with the agent, the agent values the relationship with Falvey, Levine, Antony, and so on in the Twins front office, he let them know. The Twins took him at his word. Hey, I have a five-year deal that Madison is willing to take. Are you willing to go there and way north of there? And that's when the Twins said no. So they weren't we one of those. not willing to do that. They weren't one of those five teams Heyman references there who had a five-year, $100 million offer on the Correct. Table. My okay. understanding is the Twins did not offer five years. There were parameters of deals discussed less than five years. But my understanding is from a rock-solid source that the Twins were not willing to offer him five years. So what would have got him here then? <laughs> well, five years and what? Because he, he, I mean, he, he clearly took a discount yeah, from the D-backs. Yeah. My understanding so is... are we talking 119, 120? Yeah, I mean, I would think. I mean, I don't know for sure, but my sense is that he really, really likes Arizona. Recently bought some property. He's got horses there. In the he? Scottsdale area, he's got his horses there. That the best times of his life, going back a number of years, have been the six or seven or eight weeks that him and his wife have spent in the Scottsdale area for spring training. So he loves Arizona. So he's now there. This is the team he always wanted. This is what I hinted at last week. In this, well, I don't know if it was this very time slot. might have been 5 o'clock, but last Tuesday, I said, there's all this talk about Ryu and whether he wants to come to Minnesota. What makes anybody think that Madison Bumgarner wants to come to Minnesota? And trust me, he didn't. Now, money ultimately talks. Yep. Don't get me wrong. If they had offered him 120 or $130 million, it might have been hard for him to say no. I just know the Twins were not willing to go to that point. Do you know if they at any point offered him to let him bat? That I don't know. I don't know if talks ever got <laughs> quite to that what point. What if that's what it was? He's like, you know what? I really appreciate the extra $30 million. He does like to bat. That's what I'm that saying. Know. That's what I'm Did saying. Did they say, we will put a horse in the bottom of Target Field by your locker stall, and you can ride the horse around the clubhouse? Around the clubhouse. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Well, okay, for the for this room, okay, let's say because money money talks, right? That's what Doogie just said. It does, and even with Zach Wheeler, I get it. The White Sox offered a bit more, but make no mistake. I mean, five years, one hundred eighteen million. Trust me, if the Twins had gone to five years and one hundred thirty-five or one hundred forty million, I think Zach Wheeler comes here. Okay, so, so for- even though he wanted to stay in the National League, fiance's family is from right outside Philadelphia, you know, somewhere in New Jersey. Yep. He wanted to say, stay specifically in the National League East. I do. I think 98% of the time, money talks loudest. And and what you just said is what lights a fuse under so many Twins fans. When they hear that, and I don't think you're wrong. I think you're right about that. I think, all right, listen, uh, Madison, we're the Diamondbacks. We just we just got our way out of a bad Zach Greinke contract. So we want you, but we're not going to go bonkers and give you $30 million a year like we gave Zach Greinke and just... We just we we weren't comfortable with with that level of payment, so we're going to give you the eighty uh, ninety million dollars. Maybe we can go up closer to a hundred. And if you're the Twins, you have to know in these situations if you want these players, they don't want to play in Minnesota. They want to play in the National League. In some cases, you're going to have to go above and beyond. So let's say the price for Madison Bumgarner was five years and one hundred twenty five million dollars. If that listen, that's the tax you pay to pull me out of the National League, pull me away from Scottsdale, Arizona. 
and spend five years in an area that I really, quite frankly, don't want to play in, but I do think you guys have a good team, and I think there's a chance to win a championship. A, do they know that that's the tax? And B, would anyone in this room have gone five years, $125 million on Madison Bumgarner? Well, I think they do. And I think depending on the player, the situation, I do think that they are willing to go pretty far down the road. Whatever that might be. If that's term, if that's prospects in an upcoming trade, I do think that they realize that at some point they are going to have to overpay to acquire a really good pitcher. Would I give Madison Bumgarner five years, $125 million? No, I would not. Boy, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I probably would because I, I don't care about the last two years. I just, I think, I think the next three years, if he's a guy that elevates your rotation, but does he? I'm willing to overpay for the next. We three can have years. a healthy back and forth about that. Maybe he does in 2020, but I don't know. And I get it. I mean, he's never faced any baseball yeah. injuries, right? I mean, the big injury was was it his motorcycle or dirt bike? Yeah, it's a dirt bike. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, really, he's been relatively healthy. Yes. But I don't know if I could bank on that over the next few years with all the pitches and innings he's thrown. I'm just telling you, me personally, I would not have offered him five years. I understand where the Twins came from. So what are they, as far as the, the people that you talk to, Dukes, what are they willing to do here? Because at some point in time, you got two options here. You're either going to write out a contract that you don't like, but do it, or you got these prospects and you're going to have to part with two yes. really good prospects. As you talk to people, what's your impression of, because you got to go down one path here eventually, which one are they going to ultimately take? I mean, I think they're down both paths, both with free agents, Ryu, Keichel, even Wood. Julio is the last name, Tehran, mm-hmm. the former Brave. Am I saying that right? Yep, I mean, they've, they've inquired on all these guys, but I also think whether it's Boyd in Detroit, whether it's any number of guys in Miami, you know, you've brought up the name John Gray. I think the Rockies offer some intrigue, you know, when it comes to potential, you know, trade possibilities. I think there's probably some other names out there. Robbie Ray. We know that you Darvish has no trade power. You Darvish is not waving his no trade to come to Minnesota. But I do think there are some intriguing trade possibilities. But I also think those teams are waiting just a bit more, right? Like the teams that swing and miss on Ryu or Keiko. I think they might be willing to offer that much more for a Robbie Ray or you name the starting pitcher Boyd. I mean, I do think the Tigers ultimately deal Boyd. Is it now? Is it in July? I mean, I think that trade happens. It's just a matter of when. I know that the GM there in Detroit, Avila, has asked about Eddie Rosario in the past. Now, clearly, the Twins would have to offer more, right? You're not getting Matthew Boyd straight up for Eddie Rosario. It would have to be Rosario plus a really good prospect or multiple prospects. But I would not shut the door on a trade possibility. But that being said, they absolutely are still in touch with Scott Boros, who represents Ryu and Keiko. By the way, this uh, this is the scoop segment. Uh, we've brought it back here on the old Mackie and Judd show. Doogie joined us in the mornings for several years, every Friday, I believe it was, and then we kind of bounced it around. But every Tuesday, either at 4.30 or 5, we're going to keep it in the middle of the show somewhere. Doogie's going to join us. All kinds of inside information about Minnesota sports, uh, in this case, Hot Stove. You can find his Scoop podcast twice a week, scorenorth.com, the Scorenorth app, also Apple or Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Buster only tweeted this earlier today. The executive said a few weeks ago about the high volume of teams looking for starting pitching, quote, I don't know where they're all going to find it. With most of the best free agents signed, the teams seen by agents 
as most in need or desperate at the moment are the White Sox and the Twins. Would you say the Twins are desperate right now? Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, they still want to upgrade the rotation. They realize to truly compete. I mean, not only, I mean, let's be frank. I mean, they're not going to hit 307 home runs again. All these guys are not going to have career years again in 2020. So we need to be realistic that there will be some sort of step back. I don't think it'll be a significant step back, but some sort of step back with the offense that they realize to compete with the Yankees and some of these other teams in the American League. Yes, they need another really good starting pitcher. So yeah, they do. They they realize that. I'm just saying though, I can't I get it. And it's a lot of people on social media. I understand that. I just I can't go there right now, right? It's December 17th, not March 17th. If we need to have a frank conversation on March 17th, hey, me, you, everybody will pile on the twins if they don't do yeah. anything else. I mean, I'm willing to give them though a few extra months here. It's still relatively early. Depending, it's semantics, but depending on your what what you would term desperate, is there anybody in this studio who would say they're not desperate to upgrade their starting rotation when you only had two starters for a playoff series last year? I think they're desperate. Now, desperate can mean different things. I think Doogie is saying you're not really desperate until more names are off the market and we're closer to opening day, but I think they're in a position where they have to upgrade their starting rotation. To me, that's that's desperate. They need they need to do something. Do. When you need to do something, you're desperate. And I would say this, because I, I think Doogie, Doogie and I have been fighting the same people on Twitter for like the last week and a half. And yeah, I'm, I'm worn I out. Thought you guys, <laughs> I thought you guys <laughs> said the Twins were going to make a splash. We're the pull-out pocket protectors. Do- I've heard that so often. Do- Your problem is you call people and get parameters of deals and tweet that out, and nobody wants that. I know. But it's news. I like it personally, but the people... You're fighting all are like, yeah, they're just feeding but, and, and, you that. And here's kind of where I'm at with this, okay? And this amazingly, is... more often than not, I'm not getting that from the Twins. <laughs> it's not like the Twins are feeding me that information. Oh, right. just, oh. yeah, the, uh-huh. the Twins aren't running, for people out there, the Twins aren't running an elaborate PR scheme to hey, let's just make let's make an offer, but let's make sure that the offer is just low enough, but just high enough to be that perfect They call the Diamondbacks. Spot. What are you yeah. offering? Okay, oh, we perfect. We want to come in a little lower than that so that we can make we can look good from a PR standpoint. But where I'm at is this offseason requires a starting pitching upgrade of some kind. When I say upgrade, I mean an upgrade to your playoff rotation. I don't think I don't think it has to be a number one starter because I think you can still get that in July. But you have to have a better overall rotation to start your season, or it's a failed off season in my mind. I'm not going to call it a failed off season. On December 17th, is it fair to say on the other side of that sentence, boy, a lot of names have come off the board. None of them have signed with the Twins. What's really left out there? There's like two or three guys out there. Dallas Keuchel, I think, raises the bar of your number three, number four starters, and he's a good pitcher. Um, But there's trade avenues. I want to see what their plan B, C, D is. If they make a trade for John Gray in a month from now, boom, awesome offseason. So I'm not going to rip them until spring training starts. So people like... Why don't you, why don't you, listen, it's December 17th. It's a bad start in terms of bringing in outside free agents. They haven't, they haven't been able to strike on a Zach Wheeler, but let's get some time. I mean, that was time. their guy. That was plan A. So maybe in hindsight, maybe the mistake they made with no guarantee, by the way, that Wheeler says yes. But instead of slow playing, waiting until early December, do what the Braves did, right? 
The Braves, and I get it, there was a deadline with the qualifying offer and all that, but they snatched up Will Smith, snap of the fingers. Yeah. Right? Days into free agency. They also wrapped up a catcher, right? The former Ray and Matt. I forget his name. Travis, whatever his name is. Begins with a D, his last name. They got him signed, snap of the fingers. The Braves were the one team that decided, okay. Right. Within days, let's go do some stuff. Correct. Maybe the Twins should have made Wheeler a five-year offer, a strong offer, literally, the first 24 hours of free agency. And again... He might have said, because he's got a smart agent, the agent might have said, yeah, we're not going to take that, and maybe that's not a shrewd negotiating move. Maybe it's idiotic, right? I mean, you know, there's got to be some back and forth. I don't know if you make your best offer within the first 24 hours, but I'm just saying in hindsight, maybe they should have been, however you want to define this, maybe they should have been more aggressive on Wheeler those first couple weeks of free agency. I think the difference or the issue that we're dealing with here in these conversations is pretty simple as well. There's the group, and they've been around forever, long before Twitter probably, and they'll be around for a long time that just think the poll ads are trying to be cheap. And so those are the people that get on Twitter on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, they don't care and fight. This is not um, the poll ads, But hold on. Though, right? Wait, 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 wait. If but, the Twins went off for Bumgarner five yes, years, she would have said yes. Yes, but here's the conversation. The real one that, that I think in the studio we are having is this. It's the unknown. Falvey and Levine are at a point right now that we have never seen, which is you're really good, and you could get over that hump. How are you going to do it? The deadline did nothing to solve that. You, you got Sam Dyson, okay? So I think the I think the critical conversation is not the poll ads are cheap. The critical conversation is what do you plan to do? Because because so far in your tenure here, you both have not tipped your hand to that. Are you going to go on the market and sign one huge contract? Are you going to go sign a couple? Are you going to trade your top two prospects? I don't know yet. So I think the actual critical, interesting sports twins conversation here is not, you guys are cheap. It's, how are you going to do it? Because we don't know yet. To me, real quick, Doogie, if I could just interject this. Of course, it's your show. It it doesn't... It doesn't matter who you're blaming or why you think the Twins continue to miss out on the Madison Bumgarners and the Zach Wheelers of the world. It's a point I've made before on this show. If you're a Twins fan, if you're a lifelong Twins fan, you've gone a lifetime without them landing the top free agent or even any big-ticket free agent. It just hasn't happened. You can blame the poll ads. You can blame Falvey and Levine in more recent years. You can blame the financial structure of baseball, or you're, maybe you're a little bit more level-headed and you understand that guys like Madison Bumgarner and Zach Wheeler have other things on their agenda that send them to Philadelphia and Arizona, respectively. But that doesn't make me feel better if I'm a lifelong, twi- lifelong Twins fan and I have no reason to believe that they're going to land the guy that they need to land to seriously talk World Series in this Now, one comeback to that is they did outbid Houston and Tampa a year ago for Nelson Cruz, and I get it, 39 years old, you know, at the time, way past his prime. Now, it turns out Nelson Cruz was was off the charts good last year, but I'm just saying, I mean, I get it, that's a small precedent, but there is at least some sort of precedent for them willing to outbid another team. But I get it, I get the frustration, I get it, Rami. I think what you just said represents a ton of fans. I, I do. I truly To me, I truly it, to me it doesn't matter why it hasn't happened. All that matters is that it hasn't happened, and until it does, yeah. I can't believe that it will, and it's more frustrating every time another guy goes off the board like Bumgarner did this week. Yeah, also worth noting, too, these guys, and again, there's, there's a certain chunk of fans that are going to think that I'm lying, that I'm on the Twins' payroll. 
this front office is so much more interested and aggressive and it's just set up because of how good the Twins were last year to make a move and to offer nine figures to a Zach Wheeler or to a U Darvish a couple of free agencies ago, right? And the fact that they're throwing around big contracts and they're in the mix and some of these guys are still choosing to go to Arizona and Philadelphia, I think it's just like it it just crystallizes how hard it's going to be and how much you're going to have to overpay. And ideally, if it's me, I'm overpaying in money this offseason. This is why I'd be kicking myself if Zach Wheeler was number one on the list. Better to pay Zach Wheeler more in money and then save some of your prospects to trade in July. If the path now to upgrading your rotation and then getting a final piece in July, if that's the path you're headed down, if that involves prospects now and prospects in July, now you've completely gutted your farm system for a one-time run. I'd rather spend money than prospects if I could upgrade the rotation and the ship is kind of sailing. Now, what if they like, what, where are they at? Like, have you heard anything on Dallas Keuchel, for instance? Cause Keuchel would be a really good, Keuchel would give you four really strong starters. And then the hope would be that Barrios takes a step and becomes your true ace, right? And like you deal Severino for somebody did. maybe in July. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've had back and forth with, with Boros. I mean, they have a pretty good relationship with Scott Boros. They did the Marwin Gonzalez deal with him. Heck, I think for a stretch, he represented Rocco Baldelli. He represents Alex Kirilov, Bruce Dargraderol. I mean, Scott Boros has clients with the Twins. Yeah. The Twins front office has a good relationship with him, but make no mistake, Boros, speaking of desperation, or however you want to term it, <laughs> Boros looks at the Twins and says, heck yeah, they need a starter. And if they're getting one of my guys, they are going to have to overpay significantly. Yeah. I don't blame them. It's a good stuff. Um, Scott Boros? Is, boy, this is... Scott Boros is the MVP of the winter in baseball right now. <laughs> the guy has... <laughs> Look at what he's cleared. Literally inked almost a billion dollars in contracts. Cole, free agency opened Strasburg, up. Rendon, correct? Just to start. And so. uh, was it Moustakis the Scott Boros client? Moustakis is the Scott Boros and client. That was just a cool... Angels, uh, 50, by, by the way, get Rendon, who's fantastic. Look at their pitching right now. You talk about teams desperate. That's why they're going to overpay for well, Ryu because they were supposed somebody. to get Garrett yeah. Cole. They, they I mean, thought, oh, we're going to be in on Garrett Cole. Guess who didn't get Garrett Cole? Boris knows that. I know, and he realizes the White Sox are looking for Phil, a starter. So I mean, that's right. who the Twins are competing with. Yep. I mean, yeah. in in large part, it's the Angels and the White Sox. Look at those. Look at those two franchises. But I mean, the Twins. What's interesting is, I mean, I think, I mean, they've they are casting a wide net. Like I heard today that they inquired on Avisel Garcia, who signed with the Brewers. An outfielder. Like, we know that's not a need, but they've talked trade yeah, with you know Miami in regards to Cave, Rosario. So if you're moving Rosario, maybe Garcia could have been a logical replacement. I just, I get the sense that they've made a lot of phone calls. So yeah, I get it. Talk is cheap, right? Like, we need to see some action. Yeah. One more thing here real quick, because I know you just, I want to give you a chance here. You said a couple minutes ago, Doogie, it's not the poll ads. It's the front office. Well, when fans hear... Hey, money talks, and if they really wanted Mad Bum, go five years on $125 million. Why was the offer not made for $125 million over five years? And people automatically think, well, if Jim Polad, and I don't even disagree, if, if Jim Polad were to walk into Derek Falvey's office and say, listen, man, I know that you're trying to make smart, savvy moves here as a front office, but quite frankly, I don't give a rip. If Mad Bum's your guy, $140 million, blank check, whatever it is. Like, I think... That's where fans' frustration is. Why doesn't the owner come down and say, bleep it, I want to win a World Series? Well, and there are owners involved. I mean, Boros actually ends up negotiating oftentimes with owners, not with general managers. Yeah, look at those contracts. Trust me, 
He went through the Angels order to get the Rendon deal done. Hardy. That wasn't through Epler, the GM. Right. Now, whether Boros has talked to Jim Polat about Ryu or Keiko, that I don't know at this moment, but I'm just saying. I'm telling you, Scott Boros goes right to ownership. I also will say this much, though. Who knows if Jim Polat had that sort of reputation? Who knows if they're able to make a smart, savvy hire like a Derek Falvey? If you're able to convince a smart guy like Fad Levine to leave Texas to come here. Trust me, there's a lot of front office executives that want nothing to do with an owner that is constantly involved like yeah. that. Uh, here's a question for the next segment here, because I think Twins fans deserve a voice in this as well. Mackie and Jeb with Rami, Doogie with his scoop segment here. Where are you at as a fan right now? Now that the Twins have missed on Zach Wheeler, they've missed on Madison Bumgarner, names are coming off the board what are your thoughts on the current state of the Twins this hot stove season? 651-646-8255. And uh, go find Doogie's Scoop Podcast twice a week, Score North app, Apple, and Spotify. When are you uh, When are you reporting on TV next? When can we find you? TV, I'll have a story running on Thursday. I'll be all over the television next week, Monday with the Vikings-Packers game. Some stuff Tuesday, Wednesday, later in the week. So, yeah, all over Channel 5. Also, Kyle Gibson. I texted with Kyle the other day. He should record something with me for the Scoop Podcast later this week. Awesome. Nice. Thanks, Doogie. You got Start it. Take it easy, boys. All right. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Score North and the Score North app. And we'll come back. A couple things here. Let's. If you are a Twins fan and you're frustrated, Twins Vent Line impromptu next. 651-646-8255. And uh, I see the guys conveniently omitted something from yesterday's show that we have to get to, specifically Rami. But let's talk about TCL for a brief moment here. TCL is America's fastest-growing TV brand. Speaking of hot stove, we've been watching all kinds of MLB Network and winter meeting stuff in here, but we just turned the TCL TV off today because we're just sick of seeing players fly off the board and go to other teams. It's not the TV's fault. It's just a decision that we've made here yeah, in the studio. We, we can control what yeah. goes on the TV. I just don't need to see another uh, star pitcher in free agency sign with you know the Atlanta Braves or something. Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna give the hot stove a little break here on the TCL TV. So uh, let's talk about the other thing that TCL is offering here. That would be amazing seating experiences at Target Center to watch the Timberwolves. In fact, you can sit in a TCL theater box this upcoming uh, December 28th against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Four tickets available if you want a chance to win them. Scorenorth.com, keyword TCL. We're talking about a VIP experience unlike any other Inside Target Center, TCLUSA.com to find out more about TCL TVs and scorenorth.com, keyword TCL, to win those tickets. Also, Federated Insurance is uh, one of our favorite partners around here on the Mackie and Jeb with Rami show. Federated's here to help business owners in many, many different areas, from wholesalers to retailers, auto services, dealerships, machine, plastics, tooling, cabinet, custom woodworking. If your business falls under one of those categories, or maybe it's a different category and you want to find the full list, federatedinsurance.com, here to bring peace of mind to business owners. You work your butt off every day. You are grinding, you're building. When something potentially bad happens to the company that you have been building, you want a great face-to-face relationship. You want more than just a policy. You want a century of experience standing behind you based in Owatonna, Minnesota, I might add, and that's what Federated brings. You get that frontline protection that Federated provides, ready to create a custom playbook of specialty insurance products. Again, federatedinsurance.com, and that's where you can find your Federated representative as well. Federated, it's their business to protect yours. This holiday season... 
Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.